all the lovers of the strange. The sky watchers of the night. Hello, citizens, and welcome to Unknown. I'm Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out with me. On Friday, June 25th, the public was presented with that much-hyped and highly anticipated U.S. government UFO report. We'll walk through that report today, but before we do, I know we've talked about this report several times on this show, but if you're not familiar with this report, or if you need a refresher... This is a report that was requested back in June of 2020 by the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. It asked for the Office of the Director of National Intelligence to prepare a report containing data about military UFO encounters, as well as a plan for different government departments and agencies to share data related to UFOs. That's the short backstory for this report. So let's get into it. The unclassified version of this report titled Preliminary Assessment, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, was published by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence on the afternoon of June 25th. The first section in this report, titled Scope and Assumptions, already gives us a nice surprise. We see right away that a wide variety of government agencies provided input for the report. Army, Navy, Air Force, NSA, FAA, FBI, and more. Although that might sound like a no-brainer for a report like this, you might recall that the report request from the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence only asked for data from the Navy and the FBI, so seeing a broad list of data sources included in the report was unexpected but certainly reassuring. For this report, the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force focused on military UFO incidents that occurred between 2004 and 2021. They looked at 144 UFO reports, but unfortunately, this unclassified report doesn't include the details of any of these evaluated incidents. In lieu of specific details, the report notes that of the 144 reports they looked at, a positive identification was only found for one case, which turned out to be a large deflating balloon. I suspect the most interesting, exciting, or even sexy part of this report for the general public and UFO fans alike is the comment that, quote, a handful of UAP appear to demonstrate advanced technology, end quote. Again, without providing specific details, the report describes, quote, in 18 incidents described in 21 reports, observers reported unusual UAP movement patterns or flight characteristics. Some UAP appear to remain stationary in winds aloft, moving against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion. In a small number of cases, military aircraft systems processed radio frequency, RF energy, associated with UAP sightings. The UAPTF holds a small amount of data that appear to show UAP demonstrating acceleration or a degree of signature management. 
Additional rigorous analysis are necessary by multiple teams or groups of technical experts to determine the nature and validity of these data. We are conducting further analysis to determine if breakthrough technologies were demonstrated. End quote. And, on the other hand, the part of this report that probably bummed some people out the most was this statement. Quote, The limited amount of high-quality reporting on unidentified aerial phenomena hampers our ability to draw firm conclusions about the nature or intent of UAP. End quote. Many people were really hoping for some sort of groundbreaking announcement or some conclusive determination about aliens or certainly something more exciting than we don't know. But that's UFOs. Welcome to the game. That's how trying to identify UFOs works. In the large majority of cases, you can come up with likely explanations, but most cases also have extremely limited data. So firm conclusions are hard to come by. One component of the report I personally found to be a bit silly was the statement that, quote, UAP probably lack a single explanation, end quote. Really? You don't say. Of course there isn't a single explanation for UFOs. Every UFO sighting is different. The explanations for UFO sightings are infinite. But I suppose it's good that this detail was included in the report. It's something that the general public doesn't fully grasp. And frankly, it's not surprising to see things like that in this report. It clearly indicates that the individuals who assembled this report are new to this topic. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But it does provide some important context about the people behind the report, the incident evaluations conducted for the report, and about the report as a whole. One section of the report reveals part of the investigation process seemingly established by the UAPTF, and that's a section detailing five explanatory categories into which UFO incidents will be placed once they are resolved. And those categories are airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, USG or industry developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, and other of course, this other bucket is where cases most interesting to UFO researchers will land. And it's nice to see that, at least for now, the plan isn't simply to dump the unknowns into a bucket and forget them. The report explicitly states, quote, We would group such objects in this category pending scientific advances that would allow us to better understand them. The UAPTF intends to focus additional analysis on the small number of cases where a UAP appeared to display unusual flight characteristics or signature management, end quote. Unsurprisingly, the report states, quote, UAP sightings also tend to cluster around U.S. training and testing grounds, end quote. That's not surprising for this report because, after all, military training ranges were more or less the focus of this report. But I was glad to see them responsibly add, quote, But we assess that this may result from a collection bias as a result of focused attention, greater numbers of latest generation sensors operating in those areas, unit expectations, and guidance to report anomalies, end quote. UFOs are reported all around the world every day, and there's no question that the number of sightings that occur outside of military airspace far outweigh those that do. So, again, this is just kind of a common sense thing. There's one section of this report that I had to reread a few times, and that's a section that mentions the Federal Aviation Administration. 
the FAA. The report states, quote, The FAA captures data related to UAP during the normal course of managing air traffic operations. The FAA generally ingests this data when pilots and other airspace users report unusual or unexpected events to the FAA's air traffic organization, end quote. I initially found this statement troubling because, no, the FAA has notoriously and confusingly wanted nothing to do with UFO reports and data. Their manual directs people wishing to report a UFO to civilian UFO reporting centers, like the National UFO Reporting Center. Now, maybe this is a new shift in policy that will be reflected in the manual soon, but after rereading this statement a few times, I suspect the report is only specifically referring to live incidents, like when a pilot sees an unexpected craft nearby and radios a tower to inquire about any nearby traffic. But regardless, it looks like the FAA is certainly being included in the government's UFO study, and that's a very good thing. The UFO report concludes in a logical and predictable way by again pointing out that it's not easy to study UFOs, even harder to identify UFOs, and any further official study requires more resources. In explaining this, the report reveals that the UAP task force has long-term goals. It states, quote, The UAPTF's long-term goal is to widen the scope of its work, to include additional UAP events documented by a broader swath of USG personnel and technical systems in its analysis, end quote. It's disappointing to see that sites are still only focused on government and military UFO sightings, but it's progress certainly a step in the right direction. After the classified version of the UFO report was published to the public, Congressman Adam Schiff, who is the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, released a statement about the report. It says, quote, Through the Intelligence Authorization Act, the Congress and the Intelligence Committee required the preparation and release of today's report, as it has become increasingly clear that unidentified aerial phenomena are not a rare occurrence and our government needs a unified way to gather, analyze, and contextualize these reports. We should approach these questions without preconceptions to encourage a thorough, systematized analysis of the potential national security and flight safety risks posed by unidentified aerial phenomena, whether they are the result of a foreign adversary, atmospheric or other aerial phenomena, space debris, or something else entirely. We look forward to reviewing the report and will host a classified briefing for the members of the House Intelligence Committee later this year based on its findings, and to build on the member briefing held last week. As we continue to receive updates, we will share what we can with the American people, as excessive secrecy will only spur more speculation." End quote. Additionally, on the same day, Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks issued a memo directing the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security to, quote, develop a plan to formalize the mission currently performed by the UAPTF. The plan should, number one, establish procedures to synchronize collection, reporting, and analysis on the UAP problem set, and to establish recommendations for securing military test and training ranges. Number two, identify requirements for the establishment and operation of the new activity, to include the organizational alignment, resources, and staffing required, as well as any necessary authorities and a timeline for implementation. Number three, 
be developed in coordination with the principal staff's assistants, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the secretaries of the military departments, and the commanders of the combatant commands, and with the DNI and other relevant interagency partners. All members of the department will utilize these processes to ensure that the UAPTF, or its follow-on activity, has reports of UAP observations within two weeks of an occurrence, end quote. So all of this plainly spells out that it looks like we're going to get yet another U.S. government UFO program, an actual dedicated UFO program, not a limited time special purpose task force. All things considered, I think this new UFO report is surprisingly good. Certainly far better than I expected. I was pretty surprised to not see any specific case details or data, but this is, as the name plainly describes, a preliminary report. Others will likely follow. I'm guessing congressional hearings aren't too far away and a new UFO program or programs are in the works. So there's definitely movement related to the UFO issue at the government level. We'll just have to wait and see where this all leads. Well, citizens, that's going to do it for this episode. You can find more episodes of Unknown on all the major podcast platforms. And you can always find this show and our other shows at RoguePlanet.tv, because Unknown is a Rogue Planet production. RoguePlanet.tv is your home for all the strange. Thanks again for hanging out today. I'm Jason McClellan. Do us a favor, friends. Always treat the UFO subject with the cautious and responsible skepticism it deserves. Question everything. Have the courage to form your own opinions. Keep truth as the focus of your quest, even if the truth conflicts with your opinions. And, of course, stay strange. (laughs) 